Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John, 929FM ESPN. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Oh, I certainly did. It was a great sports weekend as well. We've got plenty of things to say today. Certainly about Tigers basketball, that was very impressive. What they did on Friday night in Columbia, we'll talk about that win over Mizzou. We will talk about Memphis football. Find a way. John can probably come up with a better theme for what Memphis football, a better slogan for what Memphis football has done, but they are 8-2, and two and they have set up a big opportunity this weekend, one we have talked about for weeks and one that is uh, indeed going to come to fruition. How about Memphis women's soccer? Record crowd on Saturday night uh, out there on the Park Avenue campus, and they take down LSU in the first round of the NCAA tournament to advance to face uh, number three seed Notre Dame. Shout out to Brooks Monaghan, the job they've continued to do. Uh, John calls them the best program on campus. <clears throat> they are. They continue to live up to that. The results say so. Grizzlies yeah. split a pair of games. We'll talk about that. And NFL was wacky and wild. I just – C.J. Stroud. Man. Just start there. you got to be kidding me. Bro, it's cold. When, here, you were gone. You were doing jury duty last Monday. And Jason Fitz said he thinks C.J. should already be in the MVP conversation. I'll be honest with you. Even after the you know record-setting performance last week, going, yeah, are they going to win enough games to be MVP? Dude, they were talking all about today. Jace Fitz was a week ahead of this. And so we've got to give the man uh, credit, as we usually end up doing. A lot of times he's ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> CJ Stroud, you watched him. And, and obviously this is not the first opportunity this year where he has sort of shown that. But, I mean, you see rookie quarterbacks, and you're like, yeah, that's a, that's a rookie. He's going to have to learn. Like Aiden O'Connell last night, oh. he, he's a rookie. He's going to have to learn. You're right. You watch CJ Stroud. And it's like, bro, that cannot be a rookie. His two picks on the season. And then, on you know. On the season, bro. I know he threw one yesterday. That's right. two on the season. I mean, it's just the, 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 the. Some of the best ain't been anywhere near that their rookie year. Well, look, we talk a lot about quarterback play in the NFL and how it's fallen off and how, you know, there's not that uh, gap or that bridge, I should say, between, you know, Mahomes and Burrow and the rest. And, and C.J. Stroud is here to, to address that. You know, he, there's no question in my mind. The way that he stays in the pocket, the decisions that he makes, the throws that he makes, the composure mm. that he plays with, uh, I think are he is uh, awesome. Yeah, are are elite. There is no doubt about that. So we'll talk about all of that today here on the show. Jason Fitz uh, scheduled to join us at one twenty-five. Raiders moved to two and zero since firing Josh McDaniels. I know you hate it. I know you hate it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, I I sort I mean, of really Zach Wilson let you down yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 you've come to grips it. with it. Yeah, gonna, I mean, because you're going to win seven games. I did not yeah. anticipate 
a mid-season coaching change. It is. It could not be more obvious that this team would have never won a game with Josh McDaniels the rest of the year if you're just comparing the way they play now. You know, I mean, you can just tell the energy is different. You can tell. Uh, and so I knew sort of once, <laughs> you know, once they went ahead and decided to do that, I was cooked. That's Although all right. a decent QB would have probably beat you yesterday. 100%. I mean, oh it's gosh, all, we, all we, the field goals for the oh, – good. they cannot get in. Dude, it's They're embarrassing. They're a mess offensively. I mean, if you invite a team – And they got weapons. For as long as they did to beat you, Ugh, eventually – Right. That's what I'm saying. A team is going to accept that invitation. I mean, they were just doing nothing. Just, they're doing nothing. Neither team did much anything. Raiders did just enough there. Um, anyway. That Hail Mary probably should have been caught, though. Conklin blew it. Put, yeah. a, put up one hand. Well, for what? Are you playing defense, bro? Do bad the damn pass down. I'm I don't, sorry. I don't understand I'm it. I'm sorry. Don't apologize, man. Don't be, don't be sorry. Raiders get 2-0. Raider Nation. New season. As my uh, my eighth grade algebra teacher, Dr. Shaw, said. I don't think you've ever quoted Dr. Shaw on the show. Don't be sorry. Be careful. Think about that. I will. Think about that. Dr. Shaw was the man, by the way. He was a quote machine. I can't remember a damn thing that he taught me but uh, uh, in, in algebra, in pre-algebra or whatever it was, but I remember um, he, him being a, a, all got a, a those teachers. hell of a character for sure. Um, anyway, yes, that's the show today. Got right. Respect Burgers at 1 o'clock. Yes. Lots to get to on the show. But, uh, look, we need to start with what happened on Friday night. How giddy were you watching that in the second half? Well, I mean, there, you know, before we get to the giddiness, you know, I think we need to sort of paint of, the whole picture. Of course you do, but I mean, was I? I was. I, I was shocked. The, I know what you were thinking in I was the first shocked. half because you tweeted it. I was shocked. You said you don't know what the hell you were seeing on offense. You, you don't so know I who I was tweeting about. I already know. I, mean, I could have been oh, tweeting oh, about oh, the Grizzlies. We all knew who you were talking about. We knew who you were talking about. You talking about Penny Hall. Hey, that was Rick Stansberry. You basically team. said this is an offensive mess. I don't understand what they're trying to do on offense right now. So, so that's why I said let's fast forward because yeah. we know how John felt. Yeah, but our listeners don't, and so you're right. You, we should do a reset. Well, so the, look, I mean, rare instance where you're right to start the, show. the reason. The reason I I'm so giddy. Yes, I was shocked. Me, it's I me, was, really. I was completely flabbergasted, shocked. Uh, just I could not. I, I was really taken completely aback by what the Tigers did in the second half because. The first half was everything we've unfortunately come to sort of know uh, historically about not not even like penny teams like I, Memphis under uh, Josh would sort of do the same thing like they would just have these they would have these big games and uh, and they would just play one on one they would just play ISO and you know there would be no fluidity and they would get run out of the building and it looked like that was exactly what was going to happen uh, in the first half you know. It, it, it was the same lineup. It was Jordan and uh, and Malcolm Dandridge in there, and uh, uh, Caleb Mills and uh, uh, who's the other uh, and Brown were coming off yeah, the bench. Yeah, Jordan again. Brown. Yes, yes, just like exactly we saw right. in the game before. Uh, Question. And so yeah, like you wondered, like okay, is this going to bite them? You know, because this is now a good team, and it looked like for twenty minutes that it would. Um, and then yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was as ugly as a first half. It was as dominant a second half. I mean, honestly, one of the best second halves I've ever that I can remember under Penny. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a better one off the top of my head. Just the situation, you know. And I know it's not quote unquote Penny, but a Penny team. Um, you know, just the way that they complete. I mean, I don't, I don't, know, I think Missouri maybe got the twenty four points in the second half. Twenty two. It's forty four twenty two. Second half, you, you doubled them up. Like that team was at home. 
Mm-hmm. That wasn't a neutral site game. Didn't, didn't feel like they were at home in the second half. Boy, Tigers took that crowd out of it. It was quiet. It was silent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I just I can't. I don't think there's been a dom as as dominant a second half, especially on the road against a good a, a good maybe you might a, a stretch, but a, a, a quality enough team, right? Yeah. Not a not a drag by. Oh, well, you hope you're rooting for them now. Yeah, you hope they're exactly. a tournament team. So it was just a it was a it was a shocking, in a in a in to the positive. Finally, it was a shocking. Second half. I don't think there's a coincidence though, because it was mostly the guys that should have been starting making the plays for you. But I guess we could have that discussion separately. But uh, honestly, just an uh, amazing start to the season for this Memphis basketball team. We said, what do you have to do? Start with it. With you know, get a head start on this season. You know, don't let these opportunities slip through your fingers because you don't have that many. And Memphis went out there and they 100% took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so what is a why was winning this one so important? Number one, because it was gettable. That's why you and I were where we were Friday. It's why there was a sense of urgency. You got to get this one because it was gettable. It's a team that's picked ninth in the SEC, and we had talked about your road record uh, in these non-conference games being something you wanted to improve upon. It was one and two last year. You wanted to grab these. What does it do for you? You're 37 at Ken Palm going in. You're 26 now. It moves you up 11 spots. You're right outside analytically of what should be top 25, and we'll see today if they can jump in. At you know, I, I, Borzello saw it. He was tweeting about Tigers. I know you were telling me off air. Goodman liked what he saw. Uh, we'll see where he's got them. They could very well be right there, 25. Maybe they're just outside, but it does a lot for you getting a road win, even against what could be a okay SEC team. That's why we said you had to get it. And so early on, that's why John and I kind of pulling our hair out. I was in the mm-hmm. same boat with him. John wasn't the only one questioning what we were seeing, guys, early because we said, why not just go with your best five? And it seems like, again, if you, uh, it, you just cut out a little bit of the unknown, if you can get there and maybe get some continuity quicker. And it seemed like, John, in dominating that game, and listen, it wasn't just the second half. They started that comeback really at the end of the first half. They were down 14. You end up just trailing seven at the half. And so it kind of started before then. But it was once Memphis kind of went to their best five. And I'll be real honest with you. Caleb Mills, who started the second half, that was an adjustment. Man, shut down Sean East, the kid that was going off for Missouri in the first half. I think had 14 in the first half. Man had zero in the second. And so part of that adjustment wasn't just the fact that you would, you know, you'd gone to your best five. And Rick talked about it. They, they shortened the rotation up. It was what you were doing defensively. And, John, I, th- I think that's the, that's the part. We'd all talked a ton about all these weapons they've got offensively. We'd all talked a ton about how Quinnley's got to be the leader, and he's the key to it, especially offensively, because he's the one that can keep everybody happy. But a few of us mentioned, and you, you, you remember looking at me and I had the conversation. This team, I said, they got a chance to be getting back to what Penny does defensively, getting a chance to be one of the best defensive teams in the country. And they showed you evidence of that in the second half and the way they locked them up. And Caleb Mills mm-hmm. was at the forefront of it and wanting to, uh, the guy that said, give me Sean East. And he held Sean East to an 0 for in the second half, 0 for 2 at the free throw line. No shots recorded even though he got the one foul. Basically, kid couldn't get the ball. Nope. And so it wasn't just, I think, this feeling of, holy cow, look, what, look at how good these are. It wasn't just all the, the possibilities like you wrote about in your column, offensively, everything. It's, it's, my gosh, defensively, this team looks like it can lock up. It can get up and down the floor. It can play in the half court. And so, you know, in flipping that game on its head, you just, uh, I go back to what you wrote in your column, man, it feels like there's just all kinds of possibilities with this team. That's, that's, you, you know what it is? 
You got a bunch of pros, professional college basketball players. Oh, yeah. That was the difference, too. Yeah. That was some grown man ball. It was. And that's that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you go get transfers yeah. and go get the older guys because they've been through the lessons in terms of you know crumbling when they're down uh, double digits, uh, pointing the finger when things are going wrong. This was one because the vets they got, even in this short time that they play, you know, had to play together, mm-hmm. that didn't allow that to happen. Why? Probably a lot due to the experience that you're playing with. They're they're pros in the sense that Penny got some professional college basketball players. These dudes are grown men. Yeah, look, there was a Getting lot paid by the way. Th- there was a lot. Um, there was a lot to like. Honestly, I mean, obviously, the the, the result was is the. Is Have we first said and what foremost. the score was? Seventy fifty five. We're so giddy, y'all. You know, we, John, I'm sure did. But but da- I didn't. David Jones, ten and ten, uh, energy <laughs> guy. You know, uh, and and giving you big time rebounds. Uh, you mentioned Caleb Mills with his, you know, contributions defensively. And by the way, he's going to have days where he can do it uh, on on offense as well. Like he's going to be able to play, you know, sort of multi-dimensional roles. But, but what if they've now got a lockdown man? Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely. Something that they have not right. had since like what Jaron Johnson. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I mean Alo played pretty w- pretty well defensively, but he was undersized. No, you're right. You we know? we did see that some with Alo though. He'll be that guy to say, "Hey, I'm going to go shut. Yeah. I'm going to go take that guy and, and take him out of the game." I thought, to be honest with you, there 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 are three guys I want to individually Let's highlight um, because I I quite frankly think they could be it will be you know key. Uh, Jaquan Walton, just the way that he shot the ball, man. I think he started the second half with a three in the corner. Um, like Memphis just has not had somebody as as reliable. Like Tyler Harris could get hot, you know. He could certainly like, and he he was like a he was a shot maker, but you know he wasn't as consistent. It felt like when you sort of ran stuff well, for him, you know. Love Tyler. He's also not six seven. Exactly right. Able to get that shot off on anybody. I thought Jaquan Walton is like two games in the season. He is he is. I mean, he's averaging sixteen a game. Yeah, I think a good chance he's going to be leading score. Yeah, he is. Uh, what's he shooting? He shot sixty percent from three. <laughs> he shot sixty. It's three or five. Yeah, I mean, just, five away from the floor. And this in this day and age, invaluable. It, it, he really is experience and, and his size, as you mentioned. So that's the first one. Okay. Uh, secondly, Jordan Brown, when he came in the second half and actually got some real minutes, he made some big time shots in the paint for Memphis. Man, him and Quinterly on that little roll to pick and roll to the basket, and the big man. You know, he he ain't super athletic, but he's got some quickness. Yep. To him, he can move those feet, and yeah, I thought the same thing. It's wild. If if you're in a half court game and you know you're going to be in one with Virginia, yep, here's a guy you can throw it into Absolutely. in a rock fight. That's something they hadn't had in a well, while. I mean, we look. He 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 needs to start. I mean, I, I understand you're. I, I actually I don't understand what you're doing, but uh, he needs well, to be well, the starter. Let's on just the say team. because you'd said this coming in the preseason, you'd heard that the key with Jordan Brown is keeping him engaged. Yes. Right? Yes. When Jordan Brown was engaged in that game, look at what you got. 100%. When you're including him and incorporating him in the – look what you, look at the results. There's and no so doubt. It looked exactly like what you'd said coming in the season. There, there's no doubt. And then finally, uh, and I'm sure, you know, there's an individual, uh, you know, section reserved for him. But the reason why this year can really truly be different than, you know, the years that give you PTSD, Javon Quinterly. Um, just brilliant. It was brilliant. It was a brilliant performance. I mean, I you know, I just I'd go that far. The the way that he sort of kept the team composed and collected and the plays that he was making, obviously you think about that that play at that lay in where he you know had the guy on skates. Um, you know, I think it's a real 
uh, it's a real skill to, you know, have somebody leading your team where there is no panic. I mean, this thing was getting away from Memphis in every sense of the word in the first half, down, what, 14, 14. points? And, you know, Memphis was able to cut it to seven, uh, you know, by the uh, by the end of the first half. And I think that was a huge run. And, you know, I think, you know, 2021, you had a lot of talent, no question about it, but you didn't have a point guard. Mm-hmm. Last year, you had a point guard, but you didn't have a lot of talent. It's just the truth. Now, you have both. Now, these two things have converged on each other, mm-hmm. and you have a great point guard. I'm willing to go that far from what I've seen. Great point guard. We knew he was a gamer, though. Absolutely. We knew that through his, throughout his career. And that's an SEC building that he's played in before, you know what I mean? So Again, experience, man. But you have you have... You have the great point guard, and you have the talent, and you have the experience. You have all these things together, and that is why we said this was Penny's best roster. People kind of push back on that. What about that year? What about you know? Yeah, maybe on professional sort of ceiling. You know, there were teams NBA level talent, ceiling talent. But that's not what wins you games in college. Okay, how many times do we have to go through this to understand that? It's about who has the experience, who's been through it, who's earned the scars, and when you're down 14 on the road. Do you have the, the ingredients and the pieces that can go ten toes down, stand on business, mm-hmm. keep you in that right, game, Kendrick. and 44-22 you in the second half on the road? Memphis had one of the best week wins of the weekend in college basketball, and it's not getting talked about because Missouri's not ranked, so you have to really be paying attention, right? I was sort of saying to you all over the over the weekend, we were talking about whether Memphis is going to be ranked, and I guess we'll find out here soon. The Sharps will rank Memphis. Jeff Goodman has Memphis twenty fifth. All right. Uh, I don't know how many, um, but if you if you paid attention to that game and watched it, then there is no doubt in my mind that you come away from that game saying this Memphis team under Penny Hardaway might actually make some real noise in March. Um, I want to go back to Quinlan, like you mentioned, just real quick. He certainly deserves the uh, the spotlight. Um, Eighteen points led you. Eight rebounds. Two was second on the team. Eight rebounds for Javon Quinlan sticking his nose in there. And he, you know, to go with the five assists and all that is impressive. I think, I think, the most impressed I was by him though, that day, was and and they were doing a uh, doing interviews after the game, and I saw it on Munz's Twitter. Jason Munz, commercial PLB writer, Parth might have been right there with him over Daily Memphian, uh, and the, speaking of both of them, but I I want to give credit where it's due. I saw this on the interview on on Munz's video, and Javon Quinterly, uh, in the interview is uh, with Jordan is talking about the other leader that's in the locker room still, Caleb Mills, and the job he did on Sean East. Quinterly's leadership continued on afterwards, even into this interview, pointing out that, oh, yeah, you know, there's another guy in there that really was key to this, Caleb Mills, one of our leaders, he said, another one of our leaders, you know, shutting down Sean East in the second half, saying, I want that, shutting him down, holding him to zero points, you know, Again, you're talking about guys who have been through wars, who have been through bad chemistry situations, who have been through situations where guys getting credit, spotlight, brand, you know, uh, again, uh, Javon's playing with a number two pick in the draft last year at Alabama. And so they, they, they understand that there's more than just what's happening on the court. There's the, 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 the value in great chemistry, the value in pointing to other guys and, and, and pointing to role players and saying they were just important. That's why you go get these kinds of players, mm-hmm. and that's why it can come together quickly if you if you get the right ones because these guys have been through so much, again, on and off the court, and they understand the value of chemistry. You're not having to teach these freshmen yep. again about, oh, yeah, 
Well, realize on some nights you're going to have to take a role. These guys already understand. That's why I go back to like professional college basketball players here. And so the fact that you have that understanding, sort of, and that ain't to say they're not going to have their ups and downs. You could go lose the first game in the Bahamas, be playing Stanford again in the second round. Michigan looks like, you know, Michigan's got a couple games before then. Right. And we'll right. see. Michigan's a better team, yep. at least on paper from what we've seen, than Missouri is. Yep. And it, it could get back. It could. But what you will still have is guys who understand these lessons. And I just think, you know, when you talk about how many of them there are, John, you know, there's two guys like that you could really depend on last year. God bless Elijah McCadden and the rest of well, them. And, but they hadn't, you know. And DeAndre was in foul trouble. All the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I love him, and well, I wish he was on this team. But you were so dependent on those two's offense yep. and those two to lead you. If you shut down one of them, your your, your chances, you know, uh, got slimmer. This this team's got so many options and so much understanding of. Look, we got to come together quickly. And John looks like they got the right point guard leading it. Well, it I, feels like it's Javon's team. Yes, but a guy that's also in doing that saying we have a bunch of leaders. That's well, a, you know, it's it's again in those actions and what you say that you become yes. the leader. It, 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 it's the perfect. Um, in a perfect world, right? In an idealistic world, like that is that is what you need. If you don't have, you know, uh, guys that have been in the program for you know two years or whatever, you you know what's going to be the tie that binds, so to speak, and it's going to be the point guard, you know. And and if he's also happens to be able to be the leading scorer on certain nights, I think that adds to his credibility. Yep. Like he's not just a five, four, and six type guy. Like not to say that like they don't know like that that the impact there would not be huge, but you know, I think, yes. This dude gets it, man. He and, is, and, yes. And frankly, I think the Oats stuff preseason is probably a motivator. No doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? That the, the questioning of your previous point guards, and now you got one that, you, that, that you know, you don't have to kick in the butt or be that's more of a self-starter. Yep. I think, you know, Penny and, and those guys respond to that. You know that Quinn only had it up on the wall. So my point is he's motivated to, you know, whether it's showing his old coach or showing the country, uh, oh, I'm a leader, and man, that's every, that's what you got on Friday night. Dude. There is no question about it. So that was impressive. It was a very impressive win for the University of Memphis. Uh, first real test of the season, and uh, it looked shaky earlier. It looked really, really shaky, but uh, just a, a, a absolutely domineering second half. One of the best that I can ever remember for a Memphis basketball team, uh, and they find a way to get the win in convincing fashion, seventy to fifty-five at Missouri. How about that? Man? Bumped up eleven spots at Kimpong at Missouri. Valuable win. Yeah, that was uh, that was special. All right, uh, Grizzlies had quite a weekend, very feisty weekend. They did get a win yesterday. They took a tough loss on Friday. They did get one yesterday. Taylor Jenkins had some things to say. We'll get into that when we come back. Jason and John, how do you turn to family ESPN? Weather's going to be getting colder here soon. The NFL offers, though, going to stay hot and get hotter. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 uh, winning money line bet. That's easy. Just bet a favorite, and there's a good chance you're going to have $150. Uh, if your team wins, you will have it. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Uh, apps fun to use, easy to use, safe to use, uh, really good for new users. There's a wide range of betting options. You've got your spreads, your player props, your over-unders and everything else, including a bunch of great promotions. So visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith. That's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Get in on this NFL action with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FM ESPN. You have to be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And on 789. Welcome back. Jason and John, Town FM, ESPN, taking you through your afternoon here. Slow jams. With some slow jams here on the show. Hope everybody's having a great day as they get through their work week. It's very romantic. Uh, okay. It was not romantic between Taylor Jenkins and the NBA nope. officiating on Friday night. No, not calm at all. No, that was like, uh, let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies That's some of that stuff y'all do. Rage out, rage out! Yeah, dude, you don't know about that drowning pool of life, bro. When was the last time you were at a real rager party? Y'all just really just went wild. Like, like you're not counting like my Halloween parties, right? Hey, those aren't ragers. Uh, probably I know like, you did some of them. Probably like college. Y'all got on the shrooms and like just freshman went wild. year, like, uh, sophomore year of college. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say we got on the shrooms. I'm not gonna sit here and incriminate myself, but. You know, I certainly was around that. There's no doubt I about it. I some rage through Taylor. Oh, yeah. On Friday night. So, uh, Grizzlies lose. Kind of. An important one. Uh, their Super Bowl. Another IST loss. Uh, that's going to take bro, them we out of the two. That's going to take them out of the race. They, have, have you seen the standings of that? No, because I don't care. Who's winning it? Boston? Utah at 1-0. and Oh, in our, it or not. in our league. In our, yeah, Lakers are 1-0 in it. Portland's 1-0 in it. We're the only one that's played two games. The Suns are 0-1. We're 0-2. So we're the worst, and we're going to stay there. That's it. So It's over. Grand opening, grand closing. Yep. Uh, for the Grizzlies in the IST. Um, Damn. There will be no one shining moment here for uh, the, the, Bro, the Memphis Grizzlies. How does Utah keep going 79-76 in the first half? Uh, I mean, I, it's insane. Against the Memphis Grizzlies. Jaren, it's the second time they've done that. Jaron gets ejected. That's what happens. He picks up two uh, texts. Uh, the officials apparently say that he was charging, um, and it elicited, And the Grizzlies went on to lose uh, in a game that honestly they should have won and would have won most likely if Jaron had been on the floor. Do you agree with that? I mean, it was like, I mean, Lou Kennard and I, 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 I'm so damn stupid, bro. I turned the game on late, thinking, uh, thinking Jaron was. Uh, <laughs> this is how this is what I get thinking Jaron was. Uh, just on the bench for like you know rotation, you know what I'm saying? And, no, bro. And, and I saw the and I saw the uh, score, 
and I looked at the I looked at the live odds, and I saw I was getting Grizzlies plus one twenty six down three or two or whatever. I said, man, I hit that thing. So I hit the Grizzlies live money line, and then as soon as I did that, I think Marcus Smart fouled out. Is that what happened? Did Marcus Smart foul out? And then I realized there was no – like, Jaron wasn't coming back. So what a damn stupid bet by me. You making bets not even watching? I I just turned it on, yeah. I just turned it on. I thought this team, you know, again, I thought Jaron was on the floor. He would come back, but he didn't. Just a really bad bet on my part. One of the worst I've ever made. Oh, uh, I'd say so. But uh, it, it, was not a, uh, it was not a very happy or pleasant press conference uh, for Taylor Jenkins after uh, the game. We don't have the audio because oh, we do have the we have the full thing, the full-throated thing. Okay, so this is the full-throated, full effect. Uh, Taylor Jenkins was asked about all of it, the officiating, and this is what ensued. Sure, uh, saddle up. Uh, one of the most poorly officiated games I've ever seen. Record it. I'm fine with it. F***ing atrocious. Jaron Jackson plays 23 minutes and is in the paint all night. He's one of the most professional players in this league. And he gets a double technical foul. And the, the excuse I get is that he's charging at an official. It's called de-escalation. 29 free throws to 13. And I'm not that coach. You can go back in the history. I've done this one other time. Our team is competing their asses off. Competing their asses off. And this is what happens. The interactions right now with the officials... Complete disrespect. I don't know what's coming. <laughs> it's unbelievable the looks on the faces when I'm trying to engage in conversation to defend our guys that are busting their tail right now. Busting their tail. And Jaron Jackson's one of the most professional guys. And if you go watch the play, two possessions in a row, he gets hacked underneath the basket, zero free throw attempts. I'm not trying to put a name on a jersey and this guy should earn these fouls and all this stuff. Watch the game. 29 free throws to basically like there were seven. And then at the end of the game, a few more added. I don't understand it when guys are competing their tails off. And we got stuff we can clean up. Sometimes we're grabbing, we're holding, and one's like, oh, man, here. In the heat of the battle, when conversations are trying to be had, notices trying to be made on things that are happening, and there's not the enforcement of it. It blows my mind. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Our guys are competing their tails off. We got to play better. We got to coach better. We got to play better. But I don't get tonight whatsoever. Again, I'm going to go back to the interactions. Stern. Nothing. Stonewall. Ignoring. And then you wonder why our guys are trying to compete. I don't understand. He keeps letting Utah drop 80 on his head in the first half. Yeah, that was that, that was a twenty-five thousand dollar rant, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-five k for uh, for a fine from uh, from Taylor Jenkins. A uh, uh, pair got that. This will. Uh, I mean, it's like it's like climbing. I'll pay that one. It's the Fisdale one, right? It's the uh, it's the, knock on Rukos or it, it, take that for that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's well, like well, a, well, how would you where would you rank this ahead of those? Uh, uh. Think, no, didn't no. we make we make shirts out of not going rook us? I know we made shirts out of take that for that. We're not going to make shirts out of this. Are we? No, what would you F-ing saddle tr- up? Effing uh, or saddle up? That yeah. sounds like some Russell Wilson mess, is what it sounds like. Sure, uh, saddle up. Sound like let's ride, and we rolled our eyes at that. I don't think so. you would buy saddle up. No, maybe uh, there, saddle maybe up. Maybe there are some out there. I, I like the believe in atrocious one because I could just use F that. atrocious. I, can, I think I'm just going to use We're that on Twitter. Atrocious. That has a better chance of being the shirt. Yeah. 
or successful shirt. But it's not say. a. It's not like something that you want to ever be. You well, know what I'm saying. Again, atrocious. What if you have kids and they're reading the shirt and asking what it? You know, it's not very kid friendly. R- correct. So correct. How did you feel about the rant? Uh, you know what? Um, I heard Harrington say he was in there a little bit cringe. Yeah, like it just kind of. I mean, I look. Hey, I love. Let me say this. It's I, about to get rough. Uh, let me say this. I first and foremost, I understand all of it. Well, I'm not. I, I understand. Like, the I know where it's coming well. from. You know, okay. you're 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 losing a lot. Uh, you don't have a full roster. You're getting blamed in the media and the social media by all the people. You know, I understand. Well, in Utah's hit clapping yes. you again. Yeah, so I understand. Like it's not it wasn't it wasn't about necessarily, Jason, the uh the the reps, although that was the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back, if you will. Uh it mostly sounded like wine in there though. I mean it mostly just sounded like Wah. We can beat the tail off. Wah. Wah. Look at the freak tone. And I was like, and I, we were out rebounding 38 37 yeah, in that like, one's hello. To me, it, to me, I, I realized the free throw discrepancy was as, major. Uh, but, but you know, that's that's a function of your offense. That's a yep, function of your also like, shot 48 threes. Ex- exactly. Thank you. So, so that's why you didn't get any foul calls because you weren't getting to the rim. You were shooting 48 threes. You're, that's not how you get foul calls. So, yeah. like, that, that's when he lost me. Uh, when you when you when you when you, when you talked about the free throw disparity, like if you wanted to focus only on the Jaren interaction and how that cost your your team the game yes. and the chance to win the game because of you know uh, an official who took himself too seriously or you know whatever whatever they felt, uh, I think I would have a little bit more um, you know uh, I, I would I would I would be right there with him. I I agree with that. But when you made it sort of into Oh, we didn't get a good whistle, and you know, that's like I mean, any NBA coach in the history of the world is going to say that and feel that on any night. So, um, you still lost to the Utah Jazz at home. Um, I mean, that's 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 pretty bad, dog. At the end of the day, so I mean, I understand the frustration, but will this go on the Mount Rushmore of all time rants for me? It will not. I'm with you. Uh, a couple of reasons why. Uh, here, just one. It was. It, listening to it was a little bit eye-rolled because I'm thinking that during the time, this is what I would have liked to see. I talked to you about this off-air, so it's it's not new to you. But when that was happening with Jaron Jackson Jr., I wanted Taylor Jenkins to run out there and distract that, get in that ref's face and distract him from Jaron making the charge. Get My, my point, get between Jaron and the ref. You know, that that's what players, coaches do is you jump out there and you you jump on that referee. You, you, this frustration that he you know, voiced after the game, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed it right there in the game. And, and getting in between you and Jaron right there, between the ref and Jaron, that can de-escalate it. That, that can be an approach to handling that. And then right. I'm showing my player. Now, listen, this, this, this is probably going to have at least the, what he said, the desired effect. Like there, as you saw, always say, there's a couple of ways to skin a cat. And what he said clearly, the players, the neck, you know, on Sunday are saying, "Yeah, coach had our back and everything else." Right. But you can say it right and have their back, and apparently, hopefully, that's going to work. Yep. Or you can show it. Mm-hmm. And knowing how Jaron is, mm-hmm. right, watching how Jaron has grown, how it, up until this year, I mean, this year really he was improving with the foul trouble. But more importantly, the sort of the response after picking up the foul, you know him. 
You can see it building. You know how this season's gone. Yep. And so what I would have just liked to have seen from Taylor, it's again, him, him to get it's him to run out there. Him, get you go. The, you go. Don't allow <laughs> Jaron to get the second technical uh, foul. Exactly right. You become the distraction. You're by, supposed to be the get back bro, guy. Bro, just 100. And, and that's why I know he can do that. You're supposed to be. That's how that, we thought like, that's who you, you were. You, you were Mr. Respond quick. Yeah. And so run out there, man, and keep Jaron from getting the second foul. And in those actions itself, you're going off the road. Maybe you get tossed whatever else, but you've saved Jaron for the team. And more importantly, you've shown, mm-hmm. instead of just said it after the game, that you are a player's coach. They know you. they got your back that way. Mm-hmm. And besides, I mean, with all the frustration that built up anyway, again, Utah slapping you for the second time this year, it, it's just a perfect opportunity, too, for Taylor just to let it all out right there on the floor. Exactly. Man, get tossed. Don't just be standing there when we're watching Jaron do it. That's what I would have just preferred to have seen. Absolutely. I thought that would have been more effective. And, again, maybe you keep your player from getting the second technical foul and he's still out there. Maybe you got a chance to win this game. All that said, ultimately, hopefully you, he still gets the desired effect, whether it's from the refs or, again, his team believing they've got his back and what he said. And, he, and you get a good response. You know, we can't focus on this for the entire show. You get a good response on Sunday in the in how you played on Sunday afternoon in L.A. with at least the the result. Well, and that's, uh, and that's a win what against happened. the Clippers. Yes, and you know, and 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 look, I mean, <laughs> it was uh, how much of it with you? Clippers are just. I mean, that's they what have I, not won since they've brought in Harden. They're zero and five. They've lost five straight and four of them since since Harden's arrived. Yeah, like that's the They're thing. A mess. That's the thing, right? It's like. Uh, I thought it'd go better than this. Uh, do you, you, to me, you had like you had like two, a, you had two things going on here. You had, the, you know, these one win decimated Grizzlies, and then you had the 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 Ocean Gate Titan disaster of the Los Angeles Clippers. Man, and James Harden. I mean, that is a that is that is irreparable. That is irreparable. They were better off. They were better with James Harden off the floor than they were with him on it. I mean the numbers bear that out yesterday, um, and it was pretty noted. Like it was pretty significant. It wasn't like a yeah. He was, my, he, was minus, he was minus twenty eight in a game that they lost by four. Mm-hmm. James Harden was minus twenty eight in a game that they lost by. Yeah, that's four. pretty. That's pretty amazing. Um, it really is. And so yeah, look in the end, um, it, it it it's just one of like it, it's it's a rant. We all have moments. You know what I mean. We all have moments in our jobs that are. Um, Rants can galvanize. Yeah, yeah I mean, and you, and you get, but it's all—it's all—it's like a coaching change. It doesn't last. I mean, in the end, like what you know, what what's going to last is that this team gets players back and pieces back, and you know, can can actually play a more practical offense. You know, because shooting forty-eight threes. I mean, dude, the freaking Splash Brothers weren't putting up forty-eight of fuck. Uh, excuse me, a game. <laughs> I got a little too comfy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's just that's not a that's not a sustainable way to win. Um, and so when you get job back, countdown continues. I know that's like a broken clock, but but well, it is. You know, then 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 you can start to I think get a real gauge of what this team can and can't do. I will say, and and uh, you know, can can talk about Taylor and what I would have preferred to see and what's going on with this team. But I, it, it does appear that he's made a good move here, going with Gilliard in the point guard spot. It's allowed Marcus to get off the ball, play him at the three. You know, you take Zaire out and. Marcus Smart at the end of the game is 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 making a play there. One I've never seen, frankly. He picks up the ball at the floor with one hand while he's on his stomach and gets it over to Roddy for the assist, and you end up closing out that game, again, with some help with some missed shots from the Clippers. But I'll take it. Back to that. We're talking about how this can get better. You know, 
Gilliard, again, having someone on the ball, and, and if it can't be Derrick Rose, then you're better off, it appears, going with Jacob Gilliard, who can at least be, John has used the word creator. That's what we've used for Jock. The he, can, he can sub in as that creator, but more importantly, get Marcus in a more comfortable spot. You know, Marcus ended up plus 16 uh, that game. He was 3 of 7 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 7 assists in that one from that spot. Um, that can be a good thing for these Grizzlies. So so in the weekend, in making that switch over, and again, inserting Jacob Billiard, I, I think that was an actual improvement. Oh, by the way, Biombo just continues to shine. The man at 13 and 12 against the Clippers. Um, it's crazy that he was just sitting there on the scrap heap. All he does is come in here and get double-digit rebounds every game. And so a much-needed win, obviously, and especially coming off the frustration of Friday night. And I do think, you know, Again, you're just talking about what, whatever it's going to be, whatever that number's going to be before Ja gets back and that win total. Is it six? Is it seven? Is it eight? You know, I think a, a uh, could be, I'm not going to say easier road, but you might be better served here with the move they made, taking Marcus off of the ball. You know, Gilliard's going to have to continue to be pretty solid. Hopefully he can be. Talking about a guy that was a two-way guy, man. But right now it looks like the best thing for him. So that adjustment over the weekend, hopefully it'll pay some dividends in the sense maybe you get to seven or eight wins, you know. Could be looking at six and nineteen still. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, that was the uh, that was the weekend for the Memphis Grizzlies uh, as they do split. They at least split, so that is a uh, that is certainly a, a a win. You'll take a, a split with what you've got now. Um, I take a split every two games for the rest of the way. <laughs> I mean, that's all you know. All you can really hope for at this point. Uh, I mean, they were eight point dogs. That's a huge win. So all it all evens out in the. And uh, we'll come back. Jason Fitz going to join us later. We'll do some respect burgers. Hang around. Jason and John, how are you trying to fit ESPN. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. Monday Night Football has the Broncos visiting the Bills with Buffalo as a touchdown favorite. The home team Bills are just behind Miami in the AFC East, while Denver is dead last in the AFC West. Despite the Broncos winning two straight, the BetQL five-star play is sticking with the home team tonight, backing the Bills and laying the points against Denver. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. At LeadersCU.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own them all. Figure it out, this shit is simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. A bunch of handshakes from the fakes. Black time moving, man. They're changing moving in the city of Memphis. They make it easy. I like places and people who make life easier. That's who I want to associate myself with. And that's what Black Tie Moving does. They make your move easy. They get it done quickly. They show up when they say they're going to show up. They stay on budget. You're not going to have any surprise at the end of the move. You're going to be happy. You're going to get that VIP treatment. Doesn't matter who you are, whether you're me or whether you're just a Memphian. They're going to treat you right. That's what they do at Black Time Movies. So call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Black Time Movement change moving the city of Memphis. Call today. Man, Parth gave you all some bad info, bro. Parth from the Daily Memphis gave you all some bad info. And I'll be honest, he, what, he, what, what, he has what? got to be better. What are you talking about? What he has got to do is be better because the AP poll releases at noon Central Time. He thought it was 11, like the preseason one was. But I always tell people, you know what happens when you what? Assume. What happens? Oh, uh, you're making an ass out of you and me. So me and Jason up here talking about, oh, 
AP poll about to come out. AP poll about to come out. Man, it ain't coming out until five more minutes. So, Parth, everybody calm down. Parth's a young guy. He can take this moment. You guys are obviously friendly. To sort of look inside himself and improve and get better. You know what I'm saying? But there's no question that that's got to happen. That's, Man, that's got to happen. Is the anticipation really this high that we're? I think it's uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Park, my Parth on the. Well, we're going to see just how we're going to see just how much respect the University of Memphis earned, aren't we? You know, because you came in here talking about lay this like it's cutting down the nets in Phoenix. So we about to see do the voters agree? I was very giddy. Do the voters? And I, I will say there there is a, and I think this is I think this is well earned. There is a certain level of guilt when you react so profoundly well, that was to very... a Memphis basketball win, right? Mm. Or team just in general. Jamon Cornell, it makes me real comfortable doing it. Yeah, because in the end, like you just sort of feel like you're again you're programmed and you're by you know. Your biologically oh, engineered the horses. There, the, the 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 rug is going to be pulled at some point. You know what I mean? This is different. This feels different. Yeah, but I I will agree with you there. It does As feel my different. Man, Jawa said this feels different. Yes, um, because again, if you can win that game, right, you should be able to beat Virginia at home. You know, oh, let's just get to the Bahamas first before you start going all through. Yeah. The- what are we doing there? I'll be. I'll. I'll really start to like fully Got throw it. myself into it if they beat the Michigan. Michigan game. Yes, That's, I was. I was telling people over the weekend. I'm gonna see if you agree. I, I. I think it's logic. I think you'll have to agree that I don't care if you lose to Arkansas in the second round. You just gotta beat Michigan absolutely and get the Arkansas game on your resume because again, quality of opponent rather than we said this last week, didn't it? rather than losing to Michigan and you get a Stanford in the second round like you did last year, it doesn't help your resume at all. So not not that I don't think, as we we, we were saying over the weekend, that this team full of grown men and professional college basketball players couldn't go on a run in this battle for Atlantis. Again, you got Alabama State on Friday. Nice little tune-up against Tony Madlock's team. And then Wednesday you got Michigan. And chance to get Arkansas, chance to get a team like North Carolina or who else is over there, Villanova on the other side. Um, big opportunity. And, yeah, you, you certainly feel better about it based on, you know, the way this team performed on the road uh, on Friday night. But, but huge opportunities. Again, like we'll be right back to sense of urgency come, what, this time next week on Tuesday yes. Yes. when you're talking about a huge opportunity. A Michigan team that is clearly, yes. again, much better – in terms of analytically and on paper than, than that Missouri team you face. So big opportunity coming right up again. Exactly. Um, when we come back, we're going to hopefully have the results of the AP Top 25. We could share those. Oh, gosh, it's so tense. Uh, we'll, we'll no, I, there's a good chance they're not in. Probably yeah. going to be 26, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, but, again, we can share Because not a lot that. came out, Yeah, I wouldn't think. Right, that's the problem is that there hasn't been enough movement right. quite yet. Right, right. But maybe. maybe. You, you never truly do know. You never truly do know. We'll get Jason's reaction to Taylor Swift's uh, lyrics. Uh, as those changed over the weekend. Well, you ain't got nothing out of me on that. We're going to get your reaction on that. Uh, so we'll do that when we get back. Stick around, Jason and John. I need ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.